You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And tonight I'm speaking to Greg Davies, who's the head of wealth at Kratos Capital, which is based in Johannesburg. But Greg is speaking to us from Cape Town. What a great day, Greg. I mean, yesterday people were all nervous. And when you, when you watch the BBC breakfast programme and the bloke comes on and says, oh, markets are this and markets are that, and it doesn't look good, I know then that's the time to buy because they don't know what they're talking about. So, so it was a good day today. That's, in, in short, that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, Lindsay. I mean, as you say, with so much uncertainty over the weekend, one did know which way you know, the market would take in all of this, this dramatic news uh, in the Middle East. I mean, I think most people made some sort of assumption that the oil price would go stronger, which in fact, it's, it's down a little bit from yesterday's peak back at 87, but quite a bit below what when we last spoke on the poll, I think it was in the low 90s. So yeah. not much drama there, but the JSC today, nearly 3% better, um, 2,000 points. We really haven't had this kind of uh, move for quite, for quite a long time, really. Um, is it justified, Greg? Because, I mean, when I look at it, I always think to myself, OK, uh, the JSC, it's not in a bear market technically, but it's, it's in the doldrums. Is this a, a relief rally, a correction from an oversold position, uh, would you say, and not based on fundamentals, or is there something more to it? Well, I was sort of asking around and looking at some articles. I mean, there has been some noise out of the, some of the Fed governors saying, there's a good possibility that they're going to stop raising rates. And I think the market not being distracted by the Middle East and, and focusing really on that. And I think that's what pumped the market up. If one looks through the top 40 shares up today, it's mostly the resource counters. Um, I'll just look at them. It's, you know, Anglo Gold, uh, Implats, Goldfields, Amplats. And so a couple of the more industrial, some of the banks, I see Vodacom, which has been hammered down the last couple of weeks, had a little bit of a bounce, but it shows you what, you know, those stocks have got a big weighting in the index and uh, I suppose a bit of dollar weakness and a, a bit of optimism that the rates aren't going to carry on going up has really lifted the market. But I think to your earlier point, the, the market has been hammered down quite hard, hard and I think it was due, due for a little bit of a bounce. Yeah, good. Um, there wasn't much news on the Stock Exchange News Service, which obviously tells you what the corporates are doing. The listed corporates I saw a little bit of action in SAPI because of something which I really didn't pay. I mean, it's bad of me, but I didn't pay attention to it. Uh, but there, there was nothing. But what we have got coming up, Greg, is US earnings season. And to me, that is going to define, I mean, apart from the interest rate story, which you quite correctly alluded to earlier on, the US earnings season is going to define the final quarter of 2023. I don't think it'll be bad, but that's just me being an, an actually an uncharacteristic optimist. Yeah, it's not like you, Lindsay. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. And it'd be, it's almost sort of year-defining, obviously, um, because I suppose what the Fed and everyone's trying to get their heads around is how close is the U.S. tipping towards a recession with these relatively quite massive spikes in interest rates, you know, from almost one or less than one, all the way up to five in a quite rapid period. And we did have those sort of, you know, mid-tier banks falling over a little bit in the U.S. Um, earlier in the year. But it seems like they, they weathered it quite well. It feels like there isn't, you know, the recession fear is still there, but it's certainly not uh, as close as, you know, everyone had expected. So, yeah, as you say, these results are going to be very, very interesting. And 
yeah, we can only hope to be positive. When you see things like Bank of New York Mellon, for example, being downgraded by who it was, whether, I don't know if it was Moody's or Fitch, it certainly wasn't S&P, but when you see one of those, as you call the mid-tier banks, getting downgraded, you think it's a buying opportunity as soon as the dust is settled. And when the US debt is downgraded by another one of the rating agencies, you think to yourself, so what, it's the United States of America. They, they control the printing presses. So I, I, excuse me for being cynical, but I do believe that it's got to be something pretty dramatic to derail what's going on in the the world's greatest economy. Yes, I mean, I think you're quite right there because, you know, if it's, obviously we saw in, in the credit crunch back in 2007, 2008, obviously they let Lehman Brothers um, make an example to everybody else, but for everything else was bailed out, too, too, too big to fail and all of that. So, you know, the colossus that the, the U.S. is, you know, all of their short-term problems are pretty easy to solve. And you press a button, uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, Mr. Powell has, has sorted out all of our problems. <laughs> exactly. Mr. Powell, we need another trillion. Certainly. <laughs> Who do I make it out How to? How many notes is there? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And your name is? <laughs> okay, let's have a look at the, the spot prices if we can, Greg, and I'll start with the currencies as always. Dollar Rand is nice and steady. It's a uh, U.S. dollar that's fallen by 1.4% to 1905. Uh, British pound is 23.36, which is a 1.1% fall for the pound. And the euro has fallen just over a percent to 20.20. Okay, euro dollar 106.05, which is a euro, which is a third of a percent better against the mighty greenback and British pound 122.65, about a quarter of a percent higher for the sterling. Okay, gold price 1859, which is up around about $9 per ounce. Platinum is up $35 an ounce. Nice one there, 4.1% higher, but still below 900. And palladium is up $44 an ounce to 11.63. If we look at the all important oil price, it went up 4% uh, over the weekend and, and Monday because of what we've been talking about in the Middle East. But uh, today, as you quite rightly said, down. Brent crude oil, $87.09 per barrel, down 1.2%. And crude oil, West Texas crude, $85.64, which is down right about 0.9%. Natural gas prices up half a percent. And having a look at other commodities, what's been going on? Not much, actually. Iron ore down one and a quarter percent I think it is. Uh, wheat prices down 2%, uh, but not, not much outside of the energy complex. Right, the all-important capital markets. Uh, the US 10-year is just dipped below 4.65%, which is good because it was close to 5% over the weekend. Uh, the South African 10-year is 10.79%, which is, what is that, 14 basis points lower than yesterday's close. So that's good news, a bit of risk on coming on here. Uh, S&P 500 futures, oh, that's a nice performance uh, 4405 which is up 0.8 percent uh, bitcoin which i know you're interested in great you probably look at it all night uh, 27,417 which is barely changed on the day and yeah that's it what about the uh, the movers on the jsc the ones that you look at greg and i'll give you mine in a moment i'll show you mine in a moment Sure, Lindsay. I mean, we spoke about, you know, mostly resources, Impala, Amplats, Goldfields, those kind of counters. I just thought today, let's look at something outside the top 40. It's interesting moves. Yeah. Uh, one we spoke about the last time we spoke on the pod was Telcom. 
And I think we're a little bit bearish, but that's had a pop uh, up 5% back at 23.52. I think we lost spoke of around 21. Yeah. Um, and the other one, pick and pay, that was up 7% today, um, 32.31. Um, also, uh, Mr. Summers coming back there as, as CEO, which was an interesting move, took the market a little bit by surprise. Um, but see, that seems to have had some sort of positive effect. I saw an interesting tweet from somebody that said that uh, he's 70 years old. I mean, aren't you supposed to be you know, playing golf or in a wheelchair having a drool dabbed off the side of your mouth by a Swedish nurse or something? I mean, he's 70, Greg. I remember talking to him 15 years ago. Well, just look at Joe Biden. I mean, he's got it all together and he's running. Yeah, just look at Joe world. Biden. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> You're quite right. Anyway, you've, you've got your point. You would think they could find someone younger and stronger with, you know, better ideas. It's kind of a little, little disappointing that, you know, um, with the sort of great, you know, CEOs that we've seen in this country for, for many, many years, there's got to be someone you, you perhaps. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Mr. Summers has a lot of experience, but uh, certainly got, got to be someone. Well, the experience is the whole thing. You can delegate just because you can't go to the gym or, or play squash with your colleagues. Doesn't mean to say that you're not the good CEO of a major company. I mean, be honest now, Greg. Do you want some young whipper, sharp suited whippersnapper who goes to Bali for his holidays working with you? Or would you want Lindsay Williams with decades of experience? I fight Lindsay every time. <laughs> Okay, on the upside, yeah, I've got that pick and pay. It's up 7.7%. Well done, Sean Summers, because when you were announced, it was down 15%. Anglo <laughs> Gold up 6.4%. Telcom, uh, a 6% gain. That's off a low base, though, on, on, and on a good day. Impala, you mentioned that, up 6%. Goldfields up 5 and a third. Downside, Alpha Min down one and a half. Life Healthcare on my screen, 1.2% down. High prop down 0.8%. But it's rats and mice. It's, it, it's the upside that we're interested in today, Greg. Can it continue uh, towards the end of the week? Well, just, you know, markets are always momentum. And you just think, why did we have to have a 100-meter sprint today? We get to, you know, the next 300 meters, we might run out of petrol a little bit here. Yeah? But it's a great start. Um, as you say, it's all about the, the Fed tomorrow and, and the earnings coming up in the U.S. Yeah. Very good. Give us the closing JSE indices, if you would, Greg. And if you've got the value traded, that would also be good. Because I heard a whisper earlier on, it's slightly more glamorous than recent days. But over to you on the index front, please. Yeah, the actual all share finished at 73,840, which is actually 3% better. The Aussie, which is obviously the futures, that was up 3% as well at 68,890. Uh, the, uh, the Resi, which is obviously the resource index, that was up 4%. Uh, Industrial's up 2%. And, uh, yeah, so the, I've just got the footsies in the UK. That's up about 2%. Yeah, so it's been a good day all around. I think a, a lot of relief that there hasn't been some sort of contagion after the, the nastiness uh, that's um, happening in the Middle East. Um, Craig, thank you very much. You didn't get the value traded. Have you not got it? I haven't got it on my yeah, screen, got, unfortunately. I've got that. Give me a second. Uh, I reckon seventeen, eighteen, something like that. No. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, yes, um, just over fourteen. Oh. Uh, updates just come through. Yeah, nineteen point eight three. That's actually an ex. Uh, uh, you know, as you point out, market up two thousand points on nearly twenty billion rands of the trade. That's that's a very very good sign. 
Yeah, I think you should go and reward yourself in some local hostelry. Greg, thank you very much for your time this evening. Greg Davies is the Head of Wealth at Kratos Capital, and that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.